to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 174. Can you hear me? My name is John, and joining me every time uh, it, eternal beings detach their fingers and stick them in our ears is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hello, bringing that brand new finger in your ear. Oh my goodness, I know. An ear, talk about an earworm. Oh, there. Oh, that's, I like that. Nicely done. Thank you. I was going obviously for the, the Craig Mack reference, brand new flavor in your ear, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. brand new finger in your ear. Yes. I like I like the earworm. I'm oh, surprised nobody has made that joke yet. Taylor, how are you? Um, I got galley on the brain. Yes, you do. Um, and yet I have to work all the way through Thursday before catching a flight to LA late that afternoon. Now we're driving the car. Okay. We got we got we have to try to recreate our epic Oh good heavens. from um from last year which is to me i don't even that that is a day that will live in my memory forever same but seeing as how there's construction at lax yes and that even to pick up the shuttle you've actually got to go upstairs not stay downstairs like you have in years past i think it's probably just better if i just grab the shuttle yeah, I mean, it is, I will say it is bad, but also good in a way. Um, they, If you're flying into LAX, they've they've changed the sh- the rideshare stuff around. And, oh boy, it is confusing if you're a, uh, if you're taking Lyft or Uber. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're just a, you know, little old me that's picking up, dropping off, it's not too bad. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, but seeing as how I'm not racing in to be on a panel or anything, I mean, yes, I'm eager to get there and drop off my bag and go get my badge and hang out and eat ice cream with you guys. Um, yeah. And um, and and I will be honest, I have seen some very um, impressive non-ribbon things that people are making uh, to yes. a trade and giveaway this year, and I am I am blown away. Somebody is literally made hundreds of little matchboxes with little tissue compressioned person inside oh, it. Really? I'm not, and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Awesome. Um, it, it's very inspirational. It's it's something that's like, I'm like, do I want to, even though I've just come up with like five ribbon designs in the past two weeks that obviously I won't do for this <laughs> galley, but I could always do for another one. Yeah. Like, how do we not have a hail hydration ribbon, people? Come on. Someone um, has to. I've I've yet to see one. Very interesting. I've yet to see one, but I've made one, and I've got it on the back burner in case I need it. But I'm inspired. I'm like, I feel like I should make something. And not only that, our friend Peter of Anna and Peter, he's 3D printing TARDISes for yeah, like man. everyone. He's been going nuts with the 3D printer. Yeah, he is uh he is killing it right now. That those are gonna be huge, I feel. Yeah. Very speaking exciting. of which speaking of which I am holding a resin 3D printed K9 in oh, my hand right now. Thank you so much. Uh so um you will see um 
at Gal at Gallifrey, uh, the Idiot's Lantern is uh, Lauren is producing and directing and wrote a video uh, for for it. I won't spoil it too much, but one of the uh, one of the the guys in it, um, he was. I was talking to him and I was telling him about the three D printing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, I've been playing." He w- he was talking about Dungeons and Dragons and how there's a new I don't know yada yada yada. It'd be great if I had a canine. And I was like, "Oh, I'll ask and see if they can do it for you." So, um, yeah. yeah, Adam, he's a good dude. He likes Doctor Who and wrestling. So, oh, you nice, know, you know. So I've 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 got three that are one inch long. Mm-hmm. And of the three, one turned out pretty good. The other are a little iffy. And then I have got one that is about one inch tall. So about one and a half, one and three quarters inches long. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he could have all of them. It just, it's one of those things where it was like, you know, here, let's just give you some options. Yeah. Well, you that's know? great. Yeah. So I'll have those with me along with everything else. Yeah. Great. How are you? I'm good, Taylor, and I'll tell you why, because um, I just finished listening to the If Memory Serves episode about Transformers. Oh, very nice. What did you think? I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I wish I was at a computer while I was listening to it so I could look up a bunch of the stuff. Um, I think I've never heard of Cosmos before. Um, it is a really neat looking. I don't remember ever seeing this like UFO transformer in stores. I don't know if it was a Japan only thing, but Lordy, I want one. Yeah, um, I'm gonna just check him out right now. Uh, I love the. Uh... <laughs> That's cute. I love it. Isn't it neat? That's very cool. You know why it the the build of it? It is very reminiscent of, and this was something I wish you guys had spoken about. Do you remember mm. the Happy Meal toys that were uh they they turned into like hamburgers and egg McMuffins, but they were like they were Transformer toys, basically. Yes, we we did actually talk about those. Oh, just did a little you? Bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, um, we did. We didn't do like a deep dive on them. Uh, but we we did talk about it a little bit because there were like we talked about the GoBots and yes the GoBots um, um, the McDonald's ones and stuff like that. So he looks ve- he looks very much like he he was built to be an egg an egg McMuffin. Yeah, I could kind of see that. It's it's a very kind of George Adamski saucer shape. Yes, um, kind of. There's also uh, if you if you do a Google search image search, uh, someone is selling a. Um, a sticker of him on T Public, and it's pretty cute. Oh, nice! Yeah, and I love it. But uh, I, I oh, urge, I, I urge everyone to go um, listen to this episode. It was very fun listening to you guys reminisce about it, and it made me think about one of my favorite toys when I was a kid. Um, hmm. And I'm not sure if you guys have touched on this before, but do you remember Taylor uh, Battle Beasts? Oh, that does ring a bell. It was a Hasbro um a hasbro property and they uh-huh. it was the battle of the elements but they were also um i don't know they were you know anamorphic beings yeah. it was like fire oh. uh, fire wood and water yeah uh i loved these little things when i was a kid and i remember you guys were talking about like sometimes when toys you know, they'll get damaged and stuff. I remember these, the arms would pop out real easily uh-huh, on okay. these. 
And it just really brought me back. And it was funny because I couldn't remember the name of the toys. And I just went, it's definitely Battle Beasts. And I looked it up and there it is. So nice. Yeah, but definitely go check out that episode, guys, on Transformers. It was it was yeah, uh, it was please. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And then um, next month is Possibly the next two months. Yeah, um, that is very interesting. Um I would love to at least record a story for you about my sister and I watching the premiere of the new cartoon that they were hyping up at one point because oh. it was it was very funny for both of us and we still talk about it today. Sure, I we would love that. Absolutely. We're going to be looking at our Nickelodeon memories for at least March if not March and April. I mean, I assume we're talking like 80s 90s, yeah? Um, mostly eighties, um, quite honestly, um, because by the time, you know, by the time I hit 1990, I was 14, I was kind of over a fair bit of Nickelodeon. So maybe early nineties. Okay. So like early Uh, nineties, like, uh, Hey dude and salute your shorts. Yeah. Hey dude, adventures of Pete and Pete, Ren and Stimpy, which, you know, uh, uh, went into the nineties, obviously, Mm. um, some Clarissa, Alex Mack, man, they, what a lineup Nickelodeon had. They, yeah. Seb found a link to a bunch of their former shows just like on wikipedia and i just kind of went down and i'm like okay yeah that one that one that one that one and i just listed a ton off um and yeah i would love to go back and see if pete and pete holds up i'm sure it does i you know what i would too and seb is a big big fan and also the theme song is one of the best theme songs i think of it tv show ever hey sandy mm-hmm. by um oh boy pa- polaris i think was the name of the band okay anyway. yeah <laughs> anyway this isn't if memory serves it's podcastica but you should listen to that podcast as well and otlg.com we um, or spotify yeah on spotify that's where i listen to it <laughs> hey nice. uh let's uh before we get into can you hear me let's uh talk about some who news here yeah, definitely. So obviously a couple of weeks ago we had Captain Jack back in uh, uh, Fugitive of the Jadoon. And now the two biggest flirts in all of Modern Who are teaming up for a big Finnish adventure. And it actually looks like a third semi-big flirt is joining them. Uh, that's right, River Song and Captain Jack. <laughs> And I'm looking at the picture here on uh, Gizmodo, and there is Jackie Tyler in the background. Yep. Um, I mean, sure, why not? Yeah. I will say... I'm on board with this. I will say this is not the first time that that Barrowman and... um, Oh, goodness, John. Alex Kingston? Thank you. Alex Kingston. Wow, I totally... This is not the first time they have have worked together. They were on... um, an earlier season of Arrow. Oh, were they really? Okay. Yes, yes. Um, I think they were on at the same time. They might have been, but anyway, there you go. Nice. Very, very yeah. interesting. The lives yeah, of Captain they, Jack, Volume, volume three. three, coming out next month. Wow, wow, they got him back yep. in good. I know. Goodness. Ah, uh, and yes, here is your uh, galley. One is imminent update in fact they even dropped a more recent update today but it wasn't uh much more than hey we're not checking the email again until late february (laughs) yeah 
Um, so yes, if you are flying in, if you are maybe listening to us on the plane, hi there, looking forward to seeing you. Yes. Um, uh, and you're going to take the shuttle to LAX, go upstairs and catch the shuttle. Don't stay downstairs. Um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. They, uh, they listed off the food trucks. Did they? They did. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so let's let's do a little food preview. I'm not I'm not going to get my Guy Fieri on. Um, Friday there is going to be Cousins Maine Lobster. Ooh, yeah. I I'm curious because they have Maine root sodas. Like is that oh. like a root beer of sorts? I'm like I'm very curious about that. Um, there is going to be eight e eight Thai also okay, on Friday. Okay. Um, and chanchos tacos. Okay, all right. You can never go wrong with burritos, nachos, street tacos, or Bavarian cream churros. Oh, my God. That sounds Looking, amazing. I know. And I'm luckily on my Friday, I don't really have anything right at lunchtime. So lunch will be easy. But man, getting that that 30 minute break to grab some dinner, mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee you I will be at one of these trucks. Wonderful. Yep, Saturday is going to have Baby's Badass Burgers. Okay. Uh, Okamoto Kitchen. Ooh, all right. Ja- crispy Japanese barbecue fries. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I want it. A sushi, it sushi burritos. Excellent. Yeah, sushi burritos. Um, and Tropic Truck, Ooh. which is, uh, yeah, kind of an interesting mix. You know, saffron rice bowls and uh, uh They got everything. I, yeah, plantains. Got Ooh, plantains. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mahi Mahi yep. lobster, quesadillas, loaded fries. Great. Yep. And then on Sunday, pinch of flavor. They've got um, uh, some some fish or lobster, vegetable rice bowls. They've got asada fries. Carne asada fries are so good. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever. Fish and chips, which is only befitting yes. a con for a British TV show. Um, and a truck called Lovebird, uh, handmade buttermilk battered fried chicken sandwiches. Ooh, with homemade sauces. Yeah, I'm. Ooh, that one's looking pretty. Yeah, pretty good. And um, oh, something else they're doing because you know they're doing this cash raffle for the carpet squares. Yes. Um, they are also um selling cookies that are iced with the carpet design. Oh my come on. (laughs) Um. Now, now keep in mind these are four dollar cookies. A dollar of which is going to charity. That's great. I love. I love that the community just love the car loves the carpet so much that I, it's already my my phone wallpaper this week. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> love it. Love now, it. Now, my gut reaction is I'm not putting down four bucks for a cookie. In the moment, I reserve the right to completely change that opinion. No, yeah, do do whatever you want. <laughs> you do whatever exactly. you want. It's Gallifrey, man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Can't wait. And um. I feel like there's one other thing down here. Weather's looking good. Oh yeah, is and the weather looking good, Taylor? The weather is the weather is looking good. I will say it uh, rained very hard here. Yeah, yesterday was Sunday. Oh boy. Yep. I know. Yeah, it was raining. Today's been real. such a long week. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is weird because yesterday we had quite the wind event. We've been, it's here. been very windy here, and we know yeah. how windy it gets at the at the Marriott. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but it is looking like weather is going to be good. Um, it was looking a little less good on my weather app, but uh, the folks at California One actually tweeted back to me and they're like, dude, wh what are you looking at? I'm like, I'm looking at my weather app and I'm looking at the right zip code. And then I looked at like two other weather apps and they were like way better. I'm like, okay, my app is just run by pessimists. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, you but know. I'm glad the weather's looking good. Um, and then of course the special video presentation at four in program a, and they're like, mm, you'll find out winky face. That's on Sunday. That's on Sunday. Okay. I, I certainly have, um, a bit of a theory as to what it might be. Um, I mean, we don't have, we don't have to get into the theory now because we will no. be, uh, as always, uh, recording live from Gallifrey one each and every morning. Yep. Throwing it up onto the interwebs um i think uh i think last time we just used the zoom without microphones right and it sounded pretty good uh yeah so yeah, I, I did actually i don't think we are going to use uh any microphones i think we'll just you know just bring that and be be done with it mainly because uh i don't know where my other microphones are well that's not good no it's fine they're yep. here somewhere <laughs> yep um so in other news, because we have taken quite a bit of time for news already tonight, um, the uh, season 12 uh, DVDs are getting re-released. Um, nothing's changing on them, although I'm assuming they're probably going to be releasing the correct discs uh, with them, unlike last uh, time. Yes, but, yes. Right? You remember this? Yeah. Um, it has done so well. It has sold out. They're re-releasing them. Um and uh, those will be out on the 2nd of March. Awesome. Um, presumably, yes, Amazon.co.uk. And I'm very happy to say that my copy of Sophie Aldred's book, Where Ace Meets the 13th Doctor, is slowly but surely on its way to me already. Oh, great. I'm very excited to read that. Um, supposed to arrive, I think, the two, yeah, next Tuesday. Great. Yeah. So I don't have to go hunting around at Gallifrey one for no. it. Um, but if, yeah, if you missed out on a chance to get the season 12, uh, DVD of Dr. Who, now you'll be able to get a chance to get it and not have to go, Oh man, maybe I can get it on eBay and pay through the nose for it. Don't do nope, that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Speaking of DVDs, I told you we were getting more Patrick Troughton this year than we were getting Jodie Whittaker. And we now have the first details for the release of The Faceless One. Yes. I, uh, man, BBC, thank you. Yeah, seriously. This is, this is great. I just love it. Yeah, it is going to be released again in the UK uh, on DVD, Blu-ray, and Steelbook on the 16th of March. Mm-hmm, Yes. Um, so this is the uh, mostly missing eighth story of the fourth season of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. So we're talking kind of April, May, 1967. All right. Um, there's a sinister race of identity stealing aliens known as the Chameleons. Yeah, let's do and, it. Uh, yeah. Only two of the six episodes are held in the BBC Film Archive with snippets. Okay. Yep. Um. I am excited for this. I think this is going to be, you know, at the, ever since they, uh, the first one was rough, but after that they were doing, um, they were doing a really good job. Definitely. And I, I just, uh, I'm excited for this. Um, I guess we know what we will be 
reviewing around that time in March. It, very possibly. We've got a full wilderness year ahead of us. Indeed we do. Yeah. Indeed we do. And I know we want to get some big finish in as well. Um, lots to do. I'm sure yeah. we will even be brainstorming stuff at Galley this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Weekend. Jesus. It's this weekend, yeah, for it sure. this weekend. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, and I've I've passed the halfway point in reading Lung Marrow. Oh, geez. Yeah, you've been PDF sending me uh, some some passages from this. and Every I mean, now and then I see something and I'm like, oh, oh, this has got to tie in with The Timeless Child. This has got to tie in. I'll send you a snapshot, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, um, it's, I don't know. We'll We'll talk about it a little more. We will. Yeah, and it'll be. Um, I think that's what it'll be. I think so. I I think they'll make it canon, and I think that'll be that'll be great. I I, I would just be happy if something I guess or intuit turns out to be right. Yeah, I mean, who knows at this point? Um, we got a little bit more of the of the timeless child stuff in this, but I think for me, before we get into the episode, I'm just like. They drop that huge thing on us, and then we take like a basically a three three week break, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't really expect to continue on from Fugitive of the Jadoon with more of this. I figured we'd have at least an episode breather. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I did too. But I mean, it's looking like it's three. It, it's looking like it's three, although I would not be surprised if next week we maybe get the Lone Cyberman. Hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe, because we haven't maybe. seen anything. Uh, Frankenstein? I mean, eh, eh, well, possibly. We'll see. But un- un- we un- shall. Until then, uh, we're going to talk about this week's episode of Doctor Who, which was Can You Hear Me? Starring Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, Bradley Walsh as Graham, Mandip Gill as Yaz, Tosin Call as Ryan, Ian Gelder as uh, it's Zelen, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Claire Hope Ashty, Ashty, that's what we agreed on. Ashty, that's, that's yeah. As uh, Rakaya, and um, you go for it. All right, and Arahan Galieva as Tahira. Arihan Galieva as Tahira, yes. Uh, it was written by Charlene James and the Chibs, and directed by Emma Sullivan. Uh, it first aired February 9th, 2020, and is the seventh story of season 12. And as always, we have some story notes brought to us by the fine folks at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed we do. And I have to say, trying to search up the story the day after it airs yeah, on TARDIS man. Wikia is really tough because their search engine, you know, their internal search engine hasn't updated yet. It's um so gotta find something tangential to the episode to get to the episode. It's pretty wild that it is. they're not on top of it during the season. Now it could just be how the algorithm is or whatever, I don't know. But yeah, it's I literally had to find something about season twelve overall, find one of the people who is guest starring in it, go through that, and then you know, first appears in this story, click on that, get to the story, and I'm like, oh my god. I will say I usually just Google the story name and Wikia and it comes up. Oh. So there's a little uh, little pro tip for you. Pro tip indeed. I don't well, know. I got to say for a show that kind of prides itself on the question mark symbol, 
This story actually marks the first Doctor Who television story to have a question mark in its title. I legitimately could not believe that. I was very surprised by that, too. Yeah. It was crazy, but yeah. uh, it, it also, at nowhere in the story, do we get to hear the song Silent Running by Mike and the Mechanics. No, no, we do not. No. And and every time I would see the title, I'd be like, can you hear me running? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm a child of the 80s. Um, so this episode features an animated segment during Rakaia's tale of her and Zelen's coming to be up until her imprisonment. Now, this is the first in-story animation since the series two story, Fear Her. Uh, it was created by Nina Chakrabarti and uh, the folks over at DNAG. Huh. So here's the thing. I I didn't remember there being animation in Fear Her. Oh, it's the picture. You know why? Because I hate that episode. Uh, Yeah, well, there is that. There is that. That's why. Because I was under the impression this was the first. You know why? I think it's the first fully animated. Yes. I would say that this is the first fully animated like segment in a story because in Fear Her, it was just like her drawings. Ugh. that were kind of coming to life. So it wasn't the whole scene. It was just an item in the scene. What a bad episode. <laughs> we will have to review it someday. You do understand that. Yeah, fine. Uh... Podcastica episode 500. Yes. <laughs> we finally had to do fear. Her. Oh, jeez. Oh, please. I mean, it's, it's, I, I would pick fear her over what love and monsters. Hmm. I can't stand love and monsters. Listeners, which which uh, episode, <laughs> if you had to watch it, would you okay. rather watch Fear Her or Love and Monsters? Are those in the same different. series? Season? Uh, ooh, that right? would be absolutely atrocious. Oh, God. Doctor Who series two. I'm looking it up. We're doing it right now. Okay, you look it up, and I will say that Zelen alludes to the Eternals, because you know, he is one, um, and the Guardians of Time, and they're they're feathery hats um and specifically the celestial toy maker we get some deep early doctor who cuts uh in this episode and i love it um taylor not only are they in the same series series two yeah they are back-to-back episodes are they really yes love and monsters 10 fear her 11 oh god how awful is (laughs) Oh, that's a grind. Goodness. Oh, and wow. then, and then it's, this is like, uh, and then uh, Rose leaves at the end of the season. Yep, I that's mean, right. I mean, I would too if I had to. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh. Somebody somewhere is writing a strongly worded email to us. Therapodcast.com. Do it. I think those stories were very good, and they did this, and they did that, and you guys stink. Um, <laughs> That's fine. I mean, everyone is entitled <laughs> to their opinion, and I'm sure, like we do sometimes, they can find good in those stories that we could not find. So Very true. There you very, go. very true. You go. Well, now that we've ripped Series 2 a new one. <laughs> Um, I was, we, uh, the third story note are here is I was, uh, so excited to hear, um, the guardians and, uh, the toy maker yes. references that, that was, those were very cool little references there. Um, and then the eternals, which was somebody I actually didn't, I had to look them up. Yeah. I, I did a little bit of looking up just to refresh myself. Cause obviously it's been a very long time since I've watched enlightenment. 
Yeah. Um, it's Doctor Story, so we may we may get some reference to that this weekend. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently there's there's I think six Eternals, and they all have different colors, and I think they they fly lions and they form together into a no wait 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 oh. That's- that's Voltron. I mean, I was there. I was like, wait, what? And then I know, oh, really, wait. if you go look up the Eternals, there's like a red and blue and black and white and something and rainbow. And I'm like, seriously? Oh, interesting. They, they, this is like a Captain Planet thing. <laughs> That's great. I love it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's Death, Time, Pain, Light, Striker, Marner, Rack. What is happening? Manshell. Agonal and Prospero. Um, I mean, all right. Did Marvel write this Doctor Who comic? What is happening? Well, Marvel was doing Doctor Who comics for quite a while. My goodness. Anyway, all right, guys. Main event. (laughs) Well, before we get to the to our thoughts on this episode, we have a world famous synopsis. Taylor, take it away. Indeed, we do. Two Eternals target Team Tardis in an attempt. Oh, I love alliteration. To get them to do what one of them can't, free the other from an amazing feat of planetary engineering. From medieval Syria to modern-day Sheffield, our cast of characters face their friends and their fears in an attempt to save the day, all in a story that reminds us it's okay and important to talk about how we're doing and ask for help. Yes, and it's just equally as important for if you are receiving that information to make the person who's giving you it feel like complete garbage. Um, uh, do we want to talk about that right out of the gate? Yeah, why not? Because I hated it. Okay. I think I, I wrote a swear in my notes. That's how much I was like, what is what is this nonsense right now? Not not the first time you've written this. <laughs> well, yes, but this was more like serious. I... So there, there has been there has been quite a lot of talk about um, Graham confiding his cancer fears uh, with the doctor, and the doctor just doing this. I don't know what to say, so I'm go over here. I mean, it was awkward. It was uh, it was terrible. I hated. It. <laughs> I so I hated it for a number of reasons. I mean, the main one being like, "Hey, doctor, I'm." scared that my cancer might come back and she's like oh um i don't know and then that's pretty much the end of it and it was let's just it felt like they were trying to do the cute capaldi thing with the with the cards but at least that was funny um it felt like they were trying to do something funny it would have been if she was not I think it would have been better if she's like, look, I don't know what to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I can listen to you when you're feeling like this. I think that would have been a lot better. But, you know, something more Doctor Who-y. I don't know. No, 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 no. I think I know. I think you make a good point. I, th- I think they could have done it better. Absolutely. Um, or Or if you were really committed to selling this, you know, place that little socially awkward comment in a couple other episodes so it's not just like all of a sudden it's this yeah oh i'm socially awkward for the convenient of this terrible bit yeah because honestly look look at look at the speech that the doctor gives about how amazing and resilient and you know kick-ass humans are and then she has this reaction yeah dude it was so like for me 
this just that in general that put me in such a like sour mood for the rest of I mean I know it was the end of the episode but in yeah, there the wasn't re- a lot left in the rewatch I was just like ugh I look I will I will say this right my my dad's battling bat- bladder cancer right now mm-hmm. um and there are times where I'm like I don't know what to say yeah um, so, so I, I can understand that I can understand that like, okay, this is, yeah, this is really crappy. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but that, that's at least like, you're not, you're not like, oh, I'm gonna go over here and then, right. you know, try no, to make I, a bit out of it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not that funny. I couldn't pull that off. I mean, um, neither is the doctor apparently. Um, yeah. But dude, this was just so weird, and I was like, I don't I'm like this. Right at the top of CD. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, I don't like this at all. Like, this is like another. That could have been a huge, another like doctor defining speech, a moment between her and Graham, and it just fell flat on its face. Yeah, I mean, the more the more that I talk about it with you, and I'm I, and I wasn't coming here to try and justify it just so no. i could kind of understand it but here's the thing ta- um, here's the thing taylor you were you wanted to talk about it in a in a serious manner and not make fun of it in like the doctor did well yes. <laughs> this is true this is true i also tend to when i talk to people don't have a really awesome console in front of me that i can distract myself with. yes and also um, even if you had come to do that i would have listened to you as a friend and took in the information. Do you see where I'm going? This was terrible. I, I do. No, I. All right, it's terrible. There. If no, you don't think it. it's terrible, that's fine. No, 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 no. It, it, it. I, I can think. I think we both can think of ways in which that scene still could have had that that awkwardness of like I don't really know what to say, but and and again support that whole like mental health theme of this episode of being like, you know, I'm kind of at a loss for words. I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know what your future holds, but I will be here to listen to you and, you know, I don't know, take care of you. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what the doctor does. Yeah. That's all. We needed some bedside manner here and there was, there was none. No. And, and, and and I'll agree. I mean, I, I think I, yeah, I think it just kind of, stuck out like a sore poor bedside mannery thumb mm, yes um when that detached itself and uh, flew into yeah. someone's ear lordy b there's man i'm re- i'm trying to avoid all the fingering jokes that i could possibly <laughs> make right now because i really was making them all while i was watching <laughs> um it was spooky enough just watching Selen's fingers detach and like yeah man after people but it's like no 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 i'm gonna back not not fingertip i'm literally gonna back into your ear oh yes it was like, i thought that was that was like a weird choice but also very funny but i guess they wanted the effect of the the finger filling up with um the nightmares which was a cool effect Yes, and let's just be honest, I kind of starting to think that the smoke monster from Lost is an eternal. Oh my goodness, dude. I was I didn't put that in my notes, but I I was like waiting for the was it 
I was waiting for yeah. the sound. Yes, that kind of like <laughs> cash register printer. Oh man, uh, dot matrix printer sound. Lost. Let's do a lost podcast. Let's oh, not God. do. Let's not do that. I don't. I don't know how well I'd revisit it. Yeah, I don't know either. I really don't. Um, but tempting because that was really groundbreaking TV, and that's where you and I kind of. Yeah, man. First found common ground in life. Man, remember the alternate reality? <clears throat> we can't talk about it. It'll be, it'll be here uh, forever. But the alternate yeah, reality well. game for Lost was uh, a game changer for sure. Yeah, it was. Um, all right. I mean, let's let's uh, circle back here. Hey, we got a cold open. Hey. They kind of sort of didn't lie to us. I missed those. I did too. This And this was a uh, great cold open. It was. I feel like the Chagascra is... <sighs> Did I mispronounce that? Chagaska? I'm not Chigaska. sure because I honestly, I there. yeah, I also like couldn't hear the only, I think one of the only times someone says it. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen, I've seen it written somewhere. It's Chagaska. Um, it, it definitely is creepy. It definitely has a jump factor to it, but it also didn't look all that well rendered. Oh, I, uh, I mean, in some parts, yes. Um, I, I, um, I, I quite liked how it looked. I thought, um, I I don't know if it was like, you know, the best CG that, uh, Dr. Who has ever had, but I, I think it was, I think it was pretty good. I, you know, I thought was weird that they kind of had, um, their claws kind of mimicked the, um, oh boy, the long sounding names, the, what are they called? The green farty monsters. Oh, the Slovene. Yes. Oh, I was thinking of. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the planet they're from. Oh, Raxacor yep. Falabarius. Yep, that's Is this what... just Quiz Taylor with long names, Danny. What the heck? <laughs> that's what it was. I was like, uh, no, that's not what they're called. Yeah, the Sylvine. Their claws kind of looked like the Sylvine. I thought. I suppose I can kind of see that. I think they're actually a little bit longer than the Sylvine ones. Yeah, the, um, I called it. What did I call this monster originally in my notes? Uh, Fuzzy Skull Bear. Fuzzy skull. I like that. Which is almost like uh, that's Stephen Colbert's uh, Muppet, <laughs> Fuzzy Skull Bear. Yeah. Uh, nice. I don't. I don't know. Oh, no, I like that. I like <laughs> that. I, no, I, I. I mean, I enjoy the fact that we get like total cryptid vibes. Yeah, man. Off it, the doctor's like, "This is nothing, but it's definitely here." Yes. Oh, and it left hairs behind. I'm like, "Oh, that's so Bigfoot." Yes, I did. I really enjoyed that. I love that the TARDIS is like, "This thing doesn't exist." Where's a this big? Have we not gotten a Bigfoot big episode? Foot. Have we done a Bigfoot episode? No, 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 like Doc. Oh, they've done oh, Abominable like Snowman. Who? Yeah, they, yeah. There's yeah. There's there's the Yeti, but has is there been like a Pacific Northwest Bigfoot? No, no, should be, which would be really cool. And I totally have an idea for a Mothman. Oh my! I call it Doctor Who in the Silver Bridge. <laughs> yeah, let's I, do it. I I really I. I want to write it, and I'm terrible at writing fiction because I've become a technical writer. Yeah, I mean, you need to uh, you need to pitch that to to Big Finish. I, I'll pitch it to Big Finish. I'll pitch it to the Game of Rassilon. I'll either way. Ooh, yeah, man, write some rules up for Game of Rassilon. That'd be crazy. I yeah, I, I keep I, I'm looking to talk to them. Be like, look, I've got an idea for. I just want to give you this idea because I just want to hear you guys do it. Yeah, why not? You know. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, Fuzzy Skull Bear, <laughs> uh, pretty creepy. I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I think we're going to hop all over the place here. I'm just going to. Well, seeing as how we started at the end. We started at the end, which is where my film teacher told me never to start. 
You start at the beginning. That's what he said at the beginning of every class. Where where should we start at the beginning? All right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, cold open. Um, I want to talk about um Tibbo. I want to talk about him. Yeah, okay. Um, I really enjoyed him in this episode. I mm-hmm. think um I I enjoyed his uh his character arc. I thought yeah. um I thought Ryan also did a fantastic job being a friend um mm-hmm. to him like it, it you know it, besides the not returning any texts um i mean <laughs> you know we've all been there um yeah yeah but i mean he, <laughs> yeah but chips though i loved like, that that was so funny it does need to be a ribbon um but i like that like when when tibbo finally opens to him it opens up to him he's like hey man this is serious like i get it uh, you know, he just needed somebody to listen to him. And then I love, he's like, can you stay here tonight? And he's like, yeah, man, of course I'll stay here. Whatever. Yeah. That, that whole dynamic between the two of them really, really is a highlight Yeah, of this episode. And I, I like how they address, uh, uh, Tiba's depression, um, and how, you know, he's just kind of like let things around his flat go. Yeah. Um, and just just the way that they handle that throughout the whole story and then kind of him like seeking help at the end. Yes, I mean, it was really good. Like like if if just that one through line, if you just took all those scenes just together at that, that that alone is a great story. Yeah, that was great. And I loved uh, the directing in that last scene where they showed close up of his face when because everybody else was like reacting like, oh, that's funny. That's how that's happened to me. Yeah, you're not the only one. Yeah, and I really liked that. Um, I thought he did a fantastic job in this episode. Again, Ryan, great, being a great friend throughout. Also, he's the one that said he suggests that he goes to like um to like a group counseling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just really enjoy them. And the other thing that is just we do get a glimpse into ryan's nightmare which is the, the one nightmare i was unimpressed by <laughs> yeah it, i think it would have been um i mean it, his nightmare is apparently uh missing everything and mm-hmm. then the um the orphan 55 uh mutants yeah the dregs i think it would have been better if the if if um tebow had turned into a drag right do some sort of little morph scene <laughs> that would have been long that would have been horrifying, uh, right? See, that would have been scary. Um, but I mean, now we have like this at the end. Ryan is, I feel like, questioning his decision to stick around. Yes, let's let's talk about that because maybe Chibnall's just got me kind of like amped up looking for little clues everywhere like when zelen talks about i've watched you stumbling around this universe and i'm like does that mean Ugh, yeah. you watched her in a different universe um but yes at the end here when ryan and yaz are kind of having this moment and he's like oh is this our lives now yeah you know, going off and and i'm like "Ooh," i'm like and he doesn't sound happy about it no no he doesn't and i'm not even sure how yaz feels about it 
Yeah, that I'm not sure about either. I mean, there's this was a kind of a game changer for at least Yaz and Ryan. I, I mean, it would be a, if I was Graham, it'd be a game changer if I opened up to someone. And they anyway, we talked about that enough. We but, did. Um, <clears throat> you think Martha would have stood for that? Well, no. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I feel like this was a game changer episode for. Um, Ryan, if not Yaz as well, because they're mm-hmm. sitting there being like, we're in this. And I don't, you know, it just, they didn't sound very uh, enthusiastic about it. Yeah, it I I have to wonder if possibly by the end of the season, we might be seeing a companion change up. Well, I mean, I, I know we both follow the news, I think. Yeah. And we know that um, that Tosin was cast in something else. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. And, you know, me being like, I'm like, well, maybe he could do both. And I'm just like, yeah, he's probably not going to. Um, Yeah. So he was just cast in something else. I'm not sure what it is, but. I forgot about that. That's yeah. Right. I did see that. So, I mean, you know what? And <laughs> I, I really hope that the Chibs doesn't just does the the better thing and it, he's just like you know what i did this i don't think it's right for me i gotta go mm-hmm. instead of you know him becoming uh the a, cyber, a cy- cyber dalek or something i don't know <laughs> they just make him he's the hybrid oh okay. uh, anyway um uh, yeah so i mean i thought you know there was some really good stuff in this episode especially with 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 ryan and and yaz as well Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, we we finally get some really kind of you know depth to Yaz's backstory, which is great because we on this show have talked about how much we enjoy much more we enjoy Yaz this this season than last season, mm-hmm. and this just makes it even it, yeah it gives more depth to her character. So she was a th- what was it three years before this? Yeah, apparently super depressed and was going to, I assume, run away from home slash worse. Yeah, possibly worse. I mean, I kind of got the vibe that I mean, she was being bullied. Yes. You know, so a lot of bullying does. um, I shouldn't say a lot does. Let me rephrase that. It can end up in episodes of Mm self-harm to one extent or much worse. Yes. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to be very conscious about how I. I phrase these things. Well, and it's, I mean, I, and I appreciate that. And I, you know, I think that was one of the major parts of this, this episode too, mm-hmm. just being conscious of what is happening to not only us, but uh, our friends and uh, maybe not even our friends, just random people. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And uh, you know, I did, I also, this, this basically, I assume put her back on, or uh, guided her to becoming um, an officer of the law. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think that 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 experience with that officer, whose name I didn't catch, oh, but boy, yeah, officer, lady, person. Um, I'll find it. I don't know. Sure. Um, I, I think yeah. I think kind of did kind of change that and and made her kind of go, oh yeah, I could do this too, even though she said the pay is rubbish. Yes, I, I, and I, you know what? And that was also just a really great scene where she, you know, it's, it's present day. Yaz go finds the woman 
uh, goes to her front door. She's like, oh, you probably don't remember. And says her, she, she says, Yasmin Khan, of course yeah. I remember you. Did she I say, of that. course I flippin' remember you? Yes. Great. Love it. Yes. We, we got a flippin'. <laughs> That's hilarious. And she gives her the 50, uh, the, what is it, a quid? No, no, a quid's <laughs> basically a dollar. 50p. 50p. And then, I mean, almost brings this woman to tears and is like, come in, come in. I was tearing up. Seriously. It was great. It was a great little scene. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, again, I will say I'm so glad that we're giving Yaz this depth, I think, because, I mean, Graham has, you know, Graham has a lot of great scenes. We know his story for the most part. Ryan, his story is kind of sort of attached to Graham. And we, yeah. we've gotten a lot more depth about him. And now it just feels like we're going uh, head first on on all of Yaz's backstory. And I love it. Yeah, I'm very happy for that. Um, although I have to say, in Graham's nightmare, Woo! when, when um, oh gosh, the actress who plays Grace. Yes. Sharon, Sharon Clark. I will. I that's her name. Um, turns around. I go. Sharon Clark. Thank you. Um, I go. Oh my God, she looks so much like Joe Martin. Oh my God, she looks so much like Zero Doctor. Oh my goodness. They do look very similar, yes. I I mean, obviously I realize it's Grace, but I just had that moment because I hadn't seen her since last season. Yeah. I was like, oh God, oh wow, they actually do kind of look a lot alike. Yeah, but that was also just a very uh, haunting, haunting scene. Why didn't you save me? And he, he, what does he say? I'll try... I'll try again. Let me try again. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Now this is obviously we've talked about. Let's not bring up grace all the time. Yes. You know, let's not bring grace up for the sake of this, that, or the other thing. I think her, the use of her here is really well done. Yes. Really effective. Um, obviously it's going to be a nightmare. Like, I mean, it's, it really is. It's, it's the perfect confluence obviously because Grace was a nurse when Graham was getting his cancer treatments. Mm-hmm. Now here's the nightmare. She's got to break it to him that his cancer's back. He literally has hours to yeah. live. Yes. It's a nightmare, folks. That's, you know. Um, and then turns into the, why didn't you save me? Yeah. Thing, which in that, that it was all just, it was, it was done to proper effect. Yeah. I think. You know what would have been a better nightmare now that I think about it for Ryan? What's that? I mean, maybe he's not able to save someone because of his dyspraxia. Oh, see, there you go. Uh, or maybe because he doesn't save someone, everyone turns into um, the dreg. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they could have used that. I mean, it's right there. And he's he has, I believe he said when he was, you know, his first month on the job was... A total nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, all right, I guess. We're just trying to do callbacks. I get it. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Uh, so, Grace, um, I love... Let's talk about Zelen. I want to talk about... Oh, yes, yes, yes. What a villain. I love it. Uh, man, I... I, I like him a lot. I think I still secretly hoped that he was somehow connected to the remnants because he voiced the remnants. It would have been, season. yeah, it would have been very interesting if somehow, um, maybe the doctor went all family of blood on him and somehow he became rags. Oh, that would have been interesting. 
I don't know how that would have worked, but I, I I have to ask John. Did you just a moment ago hear this really loud whistle in your headphone? No, I did not. Okay, I'm clearly hearing things tonight. Oh boy! Uh, but it was loud. We no. will see if the audience hears it. I did not hear it. No. Okay. Well, hopefully that means that it was just me. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't mean it was just you. Well, I'd rather we all hear it than just you because that that uh, probably warrants a doctor's visit. No, I don't quite think it was that. Right. Um, but Zelen is, yeah, there's just, there's something very kind of classic who about his villainy. Oh, yes, yes. I really enjoyed this performance. And yes, it is very, cla- it, it, it was classic villain, almost, almost hamming it up a mm-hmm. little bit. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, you know, the right amount. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I I will totally agree with that. I love the fact, I love the twist that he yes. basically tricks the doctor. Yes, he baits the doctor in. Rakaya. Yes. Um, it, it, that is that was so well done. I did not see that coming at all. I didn't either. I was like, oh, this is good. I like that. Yeah, I was really pleased with that. And and like even her reaction when he gives her his name, and she's like, now, yeah, that's that's like. That's like a you know a mythical name, the name of a god, and he's like, oh, I blush. And yes. I'm like, oh, oh. Yes. Yes. And her reaction, no. Yeah, her reaction to that line is like, uh oh. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, I did, I did like him a lot, and I thought, um, um, Rakaya was great as well. Um, I thought they were too easily defeated. They're. Yes, I feel like their defeat was rushed a little bit. Oh my goodness, yeah. Um, I think there there might have just been so much going on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, that it's like, oh, wait, um, we're running up on time here. We better trap them. Yeah. And I mean, if you really think about it, they were not the bigger picture to this story. Right. That we were trying to tell. So I, I get it, but it was it just seemed like... Hey, you left the thing that trapped you behind. It's just like, wait, what? <laughs> and to hear is conquered her fear, and now she controls it, and it's attacking you guys forever. And that scene, like the scene of it yelling at them, was that was very that felt very <laughs> Russell T Davies. Yeah, it did a little bit. That's true. Like very, it was very campy, but whatever. I it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'll run with it. Um, yeah. But you know what? I Zelen has this speech about how humans' minds are like our own worst enemies. Yes. And how we can be so self-critical and stuff. And wow, did that hit home. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, I agree. You're right. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Um, it's, yeah, I really was kind of spot on there. Um, although... Rakaya, I have to admit, she kind of looked like she wanted cosplay Storm at an X-Men convention. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, I kind of got that vibe. It was a little strong. I was digging the digging the out the uh, the the outfit for sure. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I I, I love that. She's like, oh, I want more yummy nightmares. Let's go to Earth for a snack. (laughs) Yes. And, (laughs) And they are basically going to do what they did to the other two planets. Um, which, uh, I guess brings us to our full on animated, um, animated segment of our show. Yeah. Um, this, I, uh, 
I will say second watch, I liked it a lot more. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I saw that tidbit that was like, I just, I did animation for this week's Doctor Who. And I was like, oh, animation, what's going to happen? I know it's a nightmare episode. This is going to be interesting. And then I went, oh, it's just storytelling. But I, the second time around, I really, really enjoyed it. I did too. It, it, um, I, I know there were people who were like, oh, this was dumb. This could have been done other ways. But um, I'm, I'm always up for trying new things. I'm always up for um, new ways to tell a story. Yeah. Um, it, it was just, I think part of what kind of failed for me watching it on BBC America mm-hmm. um, was they literally shoved a commercial between Rakaya's like putting her palm up being like, here, let me show you. And then the animated sequence. Ugh. So there was, there was a commercial break. Ugh. And so we come back from the commercial break and here's this animation and you've, you've had three minutes or four minutes to forget the scene immediately prior to this, um, which I think was a big mistake um, because it's like, here, let me show you. And she's pushing this animation right after these messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me show you in an, in a commercial for trilogy. Yes, uh, right. Or whatever. I mean, you know? that would have been clever <laughs> if it was shown like as modern day commercials. Oh my god! Just and that was just somehow for BBC America. That would have been funny. Wow! Seriously, go pitch that to the land. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Oh my god! That's hilarious. <laughs> um. Boy, I hope they listen to us. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, um, but I liked the animation. I was kind of, I, you know, in some ways, I kind of felt like this all could have been playing out on Maui's chest. Yes. But I get it because, I mean, it, you know, the way they are telling the story, it, it was almost like they were dr- uh, drawn like, I guess, like ancient kind of like cave paintings. Cave paintings. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was well done. Yes. I, I like seeing this. Let's think outside the box. I yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for the all claymation Doctor Who episode. I was like, I thought we were going to get bonkers with some dreams here. That's what I thought we were going to do. Yeah, you would think. And I would have I would have loved just imagine how much cooler the nightmares would have been if they were if they were at least, you know, shot a little differently or uh-huh. if they were all animated. That would have been crazy. Oh yeah, and and it would have it would have made it very very clear to the audience what is dream, what is reality rather than using the smoke monster swipe every single time. Yes. Which is a cool effect but was used quite a bit. Yeah, it was used at least I'd say 5 to 6 times. Yeah. And and I I will I will say other than that slight nitpick, but I, that's more just a stylistic choice for myself. Right, right, right. I will say, and I know that Emma Sullivan is a, no, she was directing. I'm sorry, Charlene James. That's who I'm trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Is a new writer for Doctor Who this year. Overused the Sonic a little bit. Yeah. I um, A little bit. Not I mean. Ton, but a little bit. It's, it's, I agree. And it's also just like when we're. I don't know. It's like flying into our hands or I can't remember what happened. Oh, yes. Where she like, I don't even know like that. That just went a step too far for me here. I'm going to like hip check the wall and bounce it out and catch it in my hand perfectly. And I'm like, not 
really okay sure yeah no i hear you the story along i see what you're doing yeah i was right i'm right there with you on that but yeah used overused it a little bit but i mean i get it when you're trying to release like all the people you got to use the sonic well yes but you know it's like i'm gonna scan this oh it's nothing i'm gonna scan this i'm gonna scan it it's it's you know if, if you need to scan that many things right right um it just at least it wasn't ghost monument where it's like i could use my hand to open that door nope i'm gonna use the sonic you know yeah that was that was you know a a road too far oh ghost monument was the episode i was not on to review oh that's right that, that was, was you and mike yeah that's right we developed this new let's jump all over the episode method yeah which is a great method I'm fine with it. Uh, speaking of jumping all over, uh, heavy strings throughout on the music. I loved yes. it. Yeah. The music in this episode was for sure a standout, uh, especially in the scary bits. Yeah. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. We did get the, the timeless child in a yes. nightmare, but also yes, did. we didn't really get much other than that. No, uh, it looks like uh, a young Raven Simone, mm-hmm. um, uh, dressed maybe in that eighties, nineties kind of like uh, Africa Wear revival mm-hmm. that was kind of happening. I'm trying to think of what the spinoff show was from the Cosby Show that had that in it. Um, but anyway, um, that was shot at a um, a monument in South Africa. um that and i'm trying to remember the exact name of it but is it it is literally a monument to the afrikaners language interesting which is kind of interesting it is actually i believe the only monument in the world dedicated to specifically a language obviously this was built during the apartheid era yes um but visually you know strip away kind of it's it's uh real world uh, meanings and stuff just visually for storytelling it looks really amazing and then obviously adding this kind of purpley swirling yeah. uh, cloudy background yeah. to it um it it is I, I so much speculation we could do yeah i know but i also they didn't really give us much more than we've already seen no which it is fun wobbly it, yeah, it was not wobbly, and we hung on it for a little while. We did, and I, my gut wants to go. Well, okay, look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm making some very simple connections here. My, my, my gut is going. Look, it's a black girl. It's the Zero Doctor when she was really young, and it just it proves that there was a regeneration before Hartnell. But at the same time, that is the easy connection to make, and I've got a feeling that's not what Chibnall's doing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know at this point. Not to mention the season finale is called The Timeless Children. Yes, that was actually something that was not in the story notes. No. I, I, <laughs> or not the story notes, the, uh, the news. The news. Yes, we have the the names of the last two episodes of the season, Ascension of the Cybermen. And the timeless children. The timeless children. <clears throat> yes, plural. There are more than one children's. <laughs> there are multiple of them, and they are timeless. They are. I assume they all perish, and there's just a timeless child. That's certainly possible. That's where we're going. We're going. who knows? Jeez, uh, we're getting dark in the finale. I guess. Um, 
Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I really have uh, anything else about this episode. Okay, I do. Let's go for it. Um, I do. Um, I um, love the look of the new telepathic circuits. Yes. Oh, it's set design. Gel. It's not this gel in the console you stick your hands in. Yes. It's just like a full like Doc Brown goo uh, helmet yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's not the um, uh, the slime from uh, the sewers in, in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, Vigo. Um, I, I love the look of the, the space station. Yes. Ze- Zellin ship. Well, not Zellin ship. It's anyway, uh, the like, ship. I loved it. Yeah. And, and the, the, the whole idea of basically strumming controls. Yeah. That was cool too. To, that was like, I'm like, I never, never in a million years would have thought, Oh, Hmm. I need to make a, a control panel. Let's just make a bunch of lighted strings and you strum the strings to zoom in. Yeah, I I, I, not? I did not think about that, but the, the ship looked so great. The floors were very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lighting of it was also really great. Just the whole set design of that was great. And also the uh, this, the hospital in Syria was was very cool looking too. Yeah, yeah. Aleppo looked really good. I think they did a great job with that. Yes. Um. I, I loved a lot of that. They, they really did a good job on all of that. Uh, this episode, <clears throat> I have to say some of the lines, some of the banter, some of the banter with people not even there. Oh, yes. Great. I, as, as much as I, at the beginning of this episode, ripped the doctor a new one. I loved because at one point I was like, why is she monologuing? Mm-hmm. And then I realized when she was like, oh, they're all gone. Yep. she forgot that they were not there and i went okay that's very funny i loved it i loved that she was arguing at the tardis the tardis yes. made sound at her yes loved I it loved that as well um the whole i've got plans crashing through my brain you need a plan come to me figuring out the right plan that's the trick yes very good <laughs> very good um and and right at the end that line about the oh we've got to get everyone out of the TARDIS jacuzzi yes which I believe has been a running oh. gag right well the swimming pool has been a gag mm. wasn't she preparing or repairing the jacuzzi at one point uh possibly I can't remember but I feel like the jacuzzi might be a running gag this season I just, at least I loved, I loved it I thought that was hilarious yeah. and then Graham when when the doctor asks um you know could you could you could you pick out the planets you saw? Oh, yeah, Doc. You give me an A to Z of the entire universe, and I will put my finger on. No, I have no idea. That was also very good. Oh, I love. I loved brilliant. that. Loved it so much. Yeah, very good. Um, we haven't talked about Tahira at all. No, we haven't. Um, I I loved her performance. Yeah. I, I love that she's able to kind of roll with everything so well. And just like the one where she's like, I'm really not ready for today. No, not <laughs> just at all. Taking it all in. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, she was, she was well done. Obviously she's, she's got some mental health issues that she's dealing with as well. Yeah. Um, you know, she's, she's been taken in here, you know, she's lost her whole family when she was young. Um, do we, besides her uh, mastering her fear of um, the the uh, the fuzzy Colbert, um, does she? Do we get a wrap up with her? Why do I feel like we don't? It's just like 
they put her or she's she six the beast on them they get captured and then that's it i you know i think you're right i think that is it yeah so we don't really get a wrap up on her which i guess is fine um you know i'll I be guess. honest i don't if if this episode had been maybe 15 minutes longer and we could have like wrapped some of these things up a little bit better yeah and maybe give the villains a bit more of a meteor come up since then you know we're just yeah we just you back in the orb here's, with here's you know, the magic orb stephen colbert <laughs> who will sit there and interview you for eternity yeah put on he puts <laughs> on some little glasses and interviews them that's right that's right <laughs> yeah i mean uh, uh yeah i could have used a, a couple more minutes here i mean i think we, we didn't wrap up her story i mean she conquered her fear and she that was it yeah, we didn't drop her off. We didn't. We didn't do anything. Well, they were they were already back in. Yeah, Aleppo. Right at that point. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, historically, uh, that part of Syria only had a couple more decades until I forget who comes through, kind of wrecks the place. So, no. um, I'm just my head cannon is that she 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 helps rebuild the hospital. There you go. And does great things, and I'm just not going to look more than say 15 years down the line because fair, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I feel like 14, early 1400s, like things were not good in Syria. Mm. But my my history of that part of the world at that point in time isn't great. I will admit, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Could be. Oh man! Anything else before we uh, I hit the button, Frank? You know, I just need to get that as a soundbite too. Push the button, Frank. <laughs> they uh, have a podcast, those two. They do. Yeah, I haven't listened to it. Um, I, I did for a little while, and then I stopped listening. Um, hey. But it was good. They're funny. Um, no, what was I going to say? Shoot, you threw me off. With I, was gonna, I was going to, I said, is there anything else we want to talk about before I push the button, Frank? Yeah, and I was trying to remember if there was, and I think, honestly, for, for as many storylines and as many characters as they did have in this episode which really when i think about it, it's a lot yes they had a lot of characters in this they admittedly you know like we said we would have liked a little bit more time to wrap things up better but on the whole i think they did a pretty good job yeah they did also i mean we didn't he was very minor but um gabriel from the first episode um you know when he's playing he's playing poker when graham's oh, playing yes. poker Gabriel was in the first episode um, of Jody's run, and it was one of the guys that Graham asks about something with the buses. I can't remember. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so he's he is in this episode when they're playing cards, so I thought that and was I, fun. I have to admit, the other guy who is playing cards with them, his character's name is Fred. Yes. I have to admit, when I saw that there was a character named Fred in this episode, I went, oh, my God. It's a code word. Chibs is bringing Romana back. <laughs> I would anytime I'm going to see somebody named Fred. I mean, that's what I'm going to think. Mm. It's a code word. It's it's no, it wasn't. No, it was not. It's just a guy it playing was, cards. It's just a dude playing cards. <laughs> All oh, right. Wow. Shall I do it? Okay. Gathering close. It's time for the behind the scenes. <laughs> You're so evil. Uh, yeah, but you know what? My fingers don't detach, so. <laughs> very great. I'm very glad to hear that. Uh, all right, Taylor, behind the couch scale, what are we thinking here? 
Uh, you know, I got to admit, I, I, I'd love for them to see the story because of, on the whole, how well they represent mm-hmm. mental health issues. Yes. I mean, I, I feel like the kids are starting to get that age with school where they may encounter bullying and um, just anything else that is going to to cause them mental stress. Yeah. Um, however, the nightmares, the Chigaska um the detachable fingers um just a smidge too scary at this point i think yeah i hear you for sure Uh, it it definitely wouldn't be an evening watch no no it would not this would be a middle of the day and then it's like now that we've gotten through this episode hey let's watch a minions movie or something yeah for sure (laughs) um but if if somebody at gallifrey one doesn't do the whole like you know, tucking your thumb into one hand and then hiding the other thumb and goes, Oh my God, look, my thumb comes off. Ooh, it's going to, you know, <laughs> I, I'll be disappointed. All right. Like right here at the computer. Cause I'm a dork and it's late and my brain is tired. Well, let's wrap it up then. And we will let you know that next time, which is, uh, the end of this week. Yeah, we will be live at Gallifrey one. Uh, very excited. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Um, yep. we'll, we're do, hosting our little podcast get together. Yes, please, please, please. If you are going Saturday, 10 a.m. program F, join yes, us. it'll I'm be fun. Very, very thrilled seeing that people are putting this on their sked. Um, and, and I, I hope to see folks there. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, make some new connections. It's all about networking people. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's what we will be doing next time at Gallifrey one. Um, I think we'll save the, uh, the actual next time for maybe uh, Sunday. Yeah. We're, obviously we're going to be reviewing the next doctor who episode. Um, but you should listen to all of our Gallifrey one episodes. Yeah. For that's sure. right. We'll have Friday morning, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, and then presumably maybe we'll do a little bit of the rest of Sunday recap as we record. The haunting of Villa Diota, Dioata. I think it's Diodati. Diodati. That sounds about right. That's that's how I'm reading it. I'm also not fluent in Italian. Villa Diodati. It's Italian. It's Diodati. Yeah. Diodati. There you go. Um, all right. Well, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Blue Box UFO. And for sure, follow us because we will be tweeting uh, from Gallifrey like mad, yes. mad people. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. I, if you guys missed last week, Spotify, all fixed. We're good to go. Yep. It's great. Rate and review us as well. Um, and SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG as well. Uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com buy some of our podcastica shirts i will be wearing them and taylor will be wearing them and i don't know maybe our friends will also be wearing them at gallifrey i've got my new one i'll be wearing it uh saturday morning oh yeah i guess i will be wearing mine so that that would be smart i think yeah (laughs) uh good thinking there uh (laughs) notlg.spreadshirt.com and if you would just like to donate monetarily patreon.com slash notlg uh and we'll see you guys at gallifrey if you're going uh or you'll just see these episodes popping up and we will see you guys then bye see ya
Manson, are you good? Good, my little man? 